You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome in on the New Year's Eve. It is the Dan Patrick Show. Rob Parker and TJ Hushmanzada filling in for Dan and the Danettes right here on Fox Sports Radio. And I want to say empower your investment portfolio with the opportunities in Puerto Rico Impala. Impella, I should say, a new online tool that uh, connects investors with innovative projects on the island is available now. Impella, that's right, is your hub for the investment opportunities in Puerto Rico. Learn more at investor.org slash Impella. And yes, T.J. Hushmanzada, who, of course, uh, played many years in Cincinnati, uh, also played with Seattle and Baltimore and Oakland, Led the league in receptions. It was Cole. Who was Cole in 2007, TJ, when you were uh, co-leader in receptions in the NFL? Me and Wes Welker. Wes Welker, 2007. Yeah, I that was the, the year ball. you made the Pro Bowl. Yeah, I should have made it way more than that, the Pro Bowl. Is that right, political? I was all pro more than I was a Pro Bowl. How does that make sense? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense, right. That doesn't make sense. Uh, yeah, so TJ uh, has a radio show on Fox Sports Radio, Up On Game, LeVar Arrington, Plaxico Burris. It's a good listen. It's a definitely a different feel, different vibe, this show every Saturday here on Fox Sports Radio. And he has a podcast called the Lemon Pepper Parlay Podcast with Martin Weiss on the Extra Points Podcast Network. And for me, you can check me out on The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Also read my column on deadspin.com. And if you love baseball, I have a website called mlbbro.com where we cover black and brown major leaguers. And uh, we are going to get into baseball in the final hour, TJ. I have my Hall of Fame ballot. The ballots are due today, the 31st. And we'll talk about, you know, some of the guys I voted for, who I didn't vote for and whatnot. And uh, we'll do that. But let's get into another quarterback. We ended our number one talking about Big Ben and his last game at uh, Heinz Field. And it could be... Um, the end for Russell Wilson in Seattle. We know we heard Pete Carroll saying that he didn't want to uh, rebuild and refresh or anything. He, he wants to keep going with what they're doing. I think that it's run its course. Um, Seattle just is not going to have a winning record this year. They're out of playoff contention. It just seems like you need to start over there and um, – let's hear Russell Wilson talking about, he says he doesn't really want to go anywhere, but it was just last offseason, TJ. He was belly aching about not having a say in the team and kind of putting out there teams that he would go to. But uh, here is Russell Wilson. You mentioned that maybe this could be your last game with the Seahawks in in Seattle. Just just kind of curious if that's something you think is realistic and if that's something that's going through your mind at all, that maybe Sunday could be your last game at Lumen. I think that, you know, you never know, but I think that for me personally, I hope it's not, I was saying. I was saying I hope it's not. But I was also also saying that in terms of the preparation, I also know that the reality is is that it won't be my last game in, in NFL period. So every day you have to give everything you have. TJ, I think it should be his last game in Seattle and last season in Seattle. I think that they need to rebuild and they need to uh, start over, whatever you want to say. And their best asset is Russell Wilson. They don't have the, the Legion of Booms not there. 
They're not the same team. You can't live in the past thinking like, oh, yeah, we're still okay. It's okay to start over. We saw the Patriots did it, right? They were a year out of the playoffs, and now a year later, are they back? They're back, right, with a rookie quarterback and a good defense, and they signed some free agents, and they did some things. So it's not the end of the world to start all over. Am I wrong? Would you keep Russell Wilson? What would you do if you're Seattle? I mean, the Patriots are back because they can always count on that one constant. That's defense. I mean, even last year, they they were good defensively. Seattle's not good on defense. What are they going to count on? Right. What, what are they, they trade Russell Wilson. Are they all of a sudden going to get better on defense and just be no, a better no, defensive but team? But but they need draft picks. You remember that Jamal Adams trade was bad. Yeah, they need but draft it hurt picks. Them. And what are they going to do with the draft picks? You tell me a draft pick that they've drafted, and we went over this in the last five years in the first two so rounds. So you have no confidence in their front office, is what you're telling me. I, it's not saying I don't have any confidence in them. I'm saying look at the track record. Don't yeah, but listen to me. A good look at what back without without a defense or. Other weapons or other situations, what, what is the purpose of holding on to them? I know it gives you a puncher's chance, but in the NFC West with all these young up-and-coming these quarterbacks and where they are, Seattle looks like a last-place team to me if you keep, stay the course. Where, 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 who are they overtaking? They're overtaking nobody, but if they trade them, they're really a last-place team. <laughs> At least with Russell, Russell Wilson as your quarterback, you have a chance. You get rid of them. You're in the basement now. So You're how come they don't sure have a chance this year? That defense, they just they they haven't meshed. But that defense isn't stopping anyone. And offensively, they're not playing well. And this is the thing, though. Russell Wilson has a veto over any trade. And so if he doesn't like the team that they're trying to trade him to, all he can say is no. I don't want no, to go I, there. And, and, I, and then what? But at Pete Carroll's age, do you really think – he wants to start with the rookie quarterback and count on himself and John Schneider hitting on their draft picks when just look at the history of their draft picks. Bill Belichick just did it, and he's around the same age. He's won way more than Pete Carroll. Like this whole notion that right. Pete Carroll doesn't want to do it, then I got to get rid of Pete Carroll too. Because Pete at some Car- point, you got to rebuild. You just can't keep thinking you're going to do the same thing and get different results. Has Pete's team defensively been as good as Ben Belichick's team defensively just in no, the last four years? It. No, no. So, but, but they did have the Legion of Boom at one time. They should have won back-to-back Super Bowls, which would have separated them. They choked down the Super Bowl to the Patriots and Tom Brady by not running the ball in with Marshawn Lynch. That was a big one. That would have changed the way people looked at that Seattle team had they won back-to-back. And I got it. All I'm saying is – you can't just hold on to a guy when you don't have the other parts. Okay, he gives you a puncher's chance, but do you really think that things are going to change when when you gave up your draft picks for Jamal Adams and, it, and that has hurt you? They're in trouble. This franchise needs to be rebooted. I, but when you look at it, just just look at the draft picks because everybody believes we can rebuild through the draft. Yeah, if you draft correctly and you develop, guys, they, they, they struggle with Richard Sherman. Doug Baldwin, Bobby Wagner, and we're talking somewhat late round picks. Russell Wilson as well. But when you when you look at their their first round picks, they've missed. Rashad Penny was the first round pick. He looks like he can play now, but he he was drafted years ago in the first round. Malik McDowell, he's not even on the team. 
and, and so you look at their draft. There's no guarantee that when they draft guys, they're going to be Jordan Brooks from Texas Tech, their most recent first round pick. There's no guarantee that these guys are going to be on the level of a Richard Sherman, which is hard because he's a Hall of Famer. Same with Bobby Wagner. But the Seahawks, they haven't drafted well. And so when you say let's get some draft picks, that means nothing when you have their track record. But they had a history of putting together when you said they hit on a few guys. They did. All right. I'll give it to you that of late. It's been a problem. They, they 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 hit on Richard Sherman. That's a big Bo- hit, a Hall of Bobby, Famer. Bobby Wagner and, and I, Bobby Wagner, and then they signed Doug Baldwin as a free agent. But hitting on Earl Thomas, he was a consensus top ten pick. Cam Chancellor was there the year before Pete got there, and, and so you look at the Legion of Boom. They they signed Brandon Browner as a free agent from Canada. That means so, they know what they're doing, that, that they were able to put together something. So why can't they recreate that? Why can't you get a stopgap? Because they've tried, they tried, they tried to recreate it, and they can't. They, that's why they're in a position they're in. You give up draft picks for Jamal Adams, good player. But if I, I want a safety that intercepts the ball. I want a safety that gets me turnovers because when you have the ball and you have control of the ball, and Pete Carroll, that's, that's his mentality. He preaches it. I remember it's always about the ball. Offense, let's keep the ball in our possession. Defense, let's get the ball. It's always about the ball. Well, if you're going to give up first-round picks for a safety, he has to go get the ball and get the ball back for us. I, I just feel like, yes, their best bet is to trade Russell Wilson so that they can get assets. But those assets, have they proven that they can get the right guys? That's the only problem. No, I, I get it. I, I just think that to hold on to a guy – you had a nice run with this group, right? You went to a couple Super Bowls. You almost won two in a row. They like, should have won two in a row. They should have. You know yes, that. Yes, if you, 100%. If you watch the game, the announcers on the game said something like, the Patriots should let them score. Do you remember that, TJ? They, the Patriots should let them score so that they could get the ball back. Like It was a foregone conclusion that they were going to get into the end zone, Right. You know what? After that, it was just uh, they started rolling downhill, if you think about it. After that play, Malcolm Butler interception, things just started going downhill, and they have not been the same. What Pete has done in Seattle has been remarkable. He's done a hell of a job. He, he came in there, changed the entire organization by winning that Super Bowl. You get Russell Wilson where you get him. And you, I give him kudos for this. How many teams – would sign Matt Flynn to the contract they signed him to and then and not the start him for a rookie that they drafted in the later rounds. Very, very few coaches and teams would do that. So I give them kudos for that because I know that's not the norm. They would have rolled Matt Flynn out there just because of what they gave him. And Pete saw something in Russell Wilson. So you got to give him credit for that. But since that failed play – to win their back to win another Super Bowl, it's been downhill. Things must change. And, and and Bobby Wagner's another one, right? He's uncertain about his future with the team. So there's just it's a changing of the guard. Uh, you know and what that says, Rob? That, you Rob, know what? Go ahead. <laughs> you know what that says when Bobby Wagner is uncertain? <laughs> These dudes aren't uncertain. They see it's a they sheet, already a, a, a sinking ship. Right. They want out. 
Right. Like it's it's not like when Russell Wilson comes out and says what he says and then Bobby Wagner says what he says, them dudes are secretly hoping that they get moved. They just don't want to say it. Cuz they cuz they kind of know and what? And, and, and the other thing it. too we saw uh, when the Packers got rid of Brett Favre, you remember now is the difference. They had Aaron Rodgers sitting there, right, who sat TJ for three years. So they did know they had an heir apparent, and they were confident in him. That's why they were like, okay. They knew that Brett Favre was still good and that he could play. I'm, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, we know Russell Wilson at 33 is still good and in the right situation or circumstance could play and and help a team big time. I just don't think he could do it in Seattle. Where do you see if, a place that would fit? Like, let me give you – there's three teams that kind of are out there. Uh, the Saints, Pittsburgh, or – and then the other team that's out there, which is weird, is the New York football giants. And maybe just because his wife wants to be in New York and they feel like they want to be in that market because the giants are a mess. I mean, just an absolute mess – um, Gettleman needs to be fired. I don't know if uh, right now if, you, if, if the Giants are better off with uh, Judge Judy or Joe Judge. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> but what do you make of those teams? Uh, which one would he have a better uh, impact on when we mention those three teams? Wow. Uh, obviously, it would be the Saints one, the Steelers two, the Giants three. Would, would, I'm with uh, you. I love the Saints because they got defense, right? To go Defense with is fantastic. Sean Payton has proven. You got a coach, right, who's won a Super Bowl? Yeah, and he's proven. And people have forgotten about him, and it's rightfully so because he hasn't been on the field. You you get Russell Wilson there, I bet Mike Thomas be ready to go immediately. And so he'd have a quarterback now. And you look at Pittsburgh with Mike Tomlin, defense has always been a constant for Pittsburgh. And they're going to play defense. They they have good receivers. They need to fix that offensive line. But those two teams, the Giants would probably be obvious the the last the last choice. They they but, just but haven't. don't you think that's a New York thing? Like being you know, I don't care if it's a new and 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 because it doesn't make sense. Baby, like, baby, not I ready love to you. Win, baby, I love you. <laughs> but my my legacy is on the line. You he can do so much in New Orleans and Pittsburgh. You don't have to be in New York. This thing of, oh, you want to be in a big market. You can be anywhere. Nowadays, I totally agree with you. You, you can, can be play anywhere. anywhere. You can be anywhere. So they need to go, oh, I need to be in a big market. If you play well, it does not matter where you are. This is the National Football League. You play well, it doesn't matter where you And everybody can see everybody. Look, it's not like wait, wait, the wait. old days, TJ, where – you know, if you played in a smaller market, you weren't on national TV. People Rob, didn't see you as much. Prime example, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers. They're in Buffalo and Green Bay. And Green Bay, right. Those Buffalo not, and Green Bay. Thank you. How, those, those perfect. They're household names. Right. And, and so. And you've that, been that, to Green Bay. I mean, the town is like uh, uh, 84 people. I mean, and, and there's no downtown. Hey, there's man, no mall. Green Bay is so crazy. You're just <laughs> driving in the community of houses, 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 right? Turn, there's a stadium. Right. Just like, oh, and wow. And there's no downtown. They don't have a mall. The only mall I, I've ever been to, and, I, and, you know, I covered the Lions for 20 years as a columnist, and I used to go, and you had to go to Appleton, Wisconsin to go to the mall. They don't have a, even have a mall in the city limits. So I, you're right, 100%. Uh, we hey, do when, hey, when you, you were looking for the mall, could you was bargain shopping? 
You know it. Looking for a discount. <laughs> Looking for a TJ Maxx or a Ross. Always, always. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. We want to hear from you on the Dan Patrick Show. What should the Seahawks do? Should they trade Russell Wilson and get some assets, some picks, and rebuild? Do they need uh, to, to, to uh, stay pat? Um, how about as far as coaching? Uh, what would you, you know, should they make a change, uh, get a younger coach or stick with Pete Carroll? What, what should the, uh, uh, they're at a crossroads, the Seahawks, so we want to hear from you. It is the Dan Patrick Show. Rob Parker, TJ Hushmanzada filling in for Dan and the Danettes. Stick and stay on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Uh, we're talking about the Seahawks. We want to hear from you. What should they do? Should they trade Russell Wilson, try to get some draft picks, some other, uh, uh, you know, make some moves to try to shore up some other areas? Uh, Pete Carroll, he's been there a long time, had a lot of success. Is it time to move on, send him out to the pasture farm? Or uh, what, what should happen in Seattle? So we want to hear from you, 877 877- 99 on Fox. Nick from New York. You're on the air. Fox Sports Radio. Hey, Rob. It's New York, Nick. Uh, not surprised Chris won't be into work tonight. If Rob's <laughs> not at work, if Rob's not at work, he's either out to dinner with some random person or he's in Belgium or on like a Norwegian right. cruise. You, you know what it is, right? The only time I'm off, it's got to be something. One of my favorites. One of my favorites. Going on. What do you uh, think, Nick? What should they do in Seattle? Well, Seattle, they're on the decline. And um, Pete Carroll's old. I think he's out. Russell wants out. That team is doing terribly. I personally think that Aaron Rodgers is going to be out, and the Packers are going to trade their two first-round picks this year and next year for Russell Wilson. What? Really? I, I think that they bring him in, and they're back. They're, this is the same Man, that's a curveball. That, that's a curveball, too. Nick, I, if that happens, man, we'll hold on to this tape. Because TJ, uh, you can take me out to dinner. Oh yeah, TJ will take you out for the guy he <laughs> lost the other back to. <laughs> that's right. All right, appreciate the call, Nick. Happy New Year to you. Uh, yeah, that's a mouthful. I don't. You training? I, nah. Aaron Rodgers in his con- in his conference the other day. Sound pretty happy in Green Bay, didn't he? Didn't he sound like maybe the Packers decide to trade Jordan Love, re-up with Aaron Rodgers. He's going to win back-to-back MVPs. They've won another 13 games and have a chance at a Super Bowl. You see, you see that happening? Nah, Russell Wilson will not be a Green Bay Packers. 0% chance. I don't he, see that either. Russell Wilson has a better chance of being – I have a better chance of uh, suiting up in a Super Bowl than he has of being a Green Bay Packer. <laughs> Yeah, I, that that that's one is out there. All right, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Mark from Sacramento, you're on the air, Fox Sports Radio. Good morning, gentlemen. How you doing, TJ? First of all, how you doing, man? Doing well. How are you, bro? What's up, Mark? Good, Good morning, my man. Good morning. Told you I had your back, Rob. Got your back, man. Always. Um, 
first, you, you guys are absolutely right about going to Green Bay because I do believe he's got a no-trade clause, and I don't think I see him going over there uh, where it's going to be four degrees this weekend. I, I can't see him wanting to take his wife to the north, uh, right. north part of the country. So New York possibly because of her career, but I don't know if he can handle the media there. It's not Seattle media there, so he's got right. to produce. I don't know about that either. But I told Rob yesterday, and I'm going to reiterate it, if you look at talent-wise, they don't have the coaching pedigree, but Denver is loaded everywhere, and they have an offensive line that can protect them. And Russ wants to cook. I'm a Raider fan. I don't want to see that sucker come in our division. But looking at the talent-wise, man, they, they got young receivers who are still on their first contracts. They got young running backs who are still on their first contracts. They got young uh, tight ends who are still on their first contract, and they got two quarterbacks that they can get rid of real quick in, in Bridgewater and Locke, and he can get his money there, and he's got talent there, and he can cook there. I see Denver would be the okay. place talent-wise. Now, coaching, of course, right. you know, of but course, that's Tom, why Aaron, that's why Aaron, yes, That's why yes. Aaron Rodgers' name has been linked to Denver because they have all those things in place yes. as well. Right. Yes. Yeah, I, I can tell you, I'll say this too. One of these three, I'm going to make a prediction. One of these three quarterbacks, in my opinion, is going to end up in Denver. Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, or Deshaun Watson, if he can clear himself from all that legal stuff. All one right. of those three guys is going to end up there. You Mark, guys have a good one. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Appreciate the insight. What do you got, TJ, on that? What do you think? Fangio is a fantastic defensive coach. Fantastic. Denver is competitive because of him, his scheme, and his ability to teach those guys on the defense. He he's a fantastic. Go. Everybody hates was, him because the team can't win. No, I I, I hear he what you're have, saying. When he was in San Fran with Harbaugh in Chicago, that's Vic Fangio. Those teams were good because he was a defensive coordinator. Right. Yeah. So I, good spot if you can get there. It's just can you get there? Chin yeah, that, Mississippi. You're on the air, Fox Sports Radio. Hey, guys. How you doing? Doing great. Happy New Year's Eve. How you doing? Doing good. I just want to, just want, before I start, hope you guys have a great and most importantly a safe 2022. Thank you. Likewise. Back at you. Yes, no doubt. I know this is going to be anti-theory uh, in the sense that CR wants to go to New York. Right. Russell Wilson going to Cleveland would be perfect. They've got a whole bunch of tools. They've got a whole bunch of defense. They run the football. I get it. They run the yeah. He doesn't have to be the one man show. On top of that, you get rid of Baker Mayfield has one year left. So then the Seahawks can sit there and say like, look, we'll take a pick from you. We'll get an expiring contract. And even and once whether we keep Mayfield or not, he goes away in one year. We'll have all this salary cap. And the, and the other thing that would be fantastic is that he's a proven winner on a franchise that makes a ton of just a lot of social gaps and mistakes because they're just kind of a lot of talented guys who are a little bit rudderless. I mean, Russell goes in and puts a face of credibility and professionalism right away. And then on top of that, assuming that Aaron does leave, which is kind of one of those things that you don't know because Aaron Rodgers is always kind of wishy-washy about right. I don't think that it's a, I don't think anybody knows what he's going to do. I really don't. If Aaron leaves, you could sit there and say like, "Hey, Devontae Adams, do you want to come down?" And we kind of fix that OBJ gap 
And I got to be honest with you, I'm not even a Browns fan, and that's like almost the perfect situation other than the fact that, you know, unfortunately Cleveland is not a sexy town, but do you want to win or do you want to be in a sexy town? But again, thanks, guys. Be safe on a 2022. Appreciate it, and he brought some good points up, TJ. What do you think about Cleveland and the Cleveland pieces would be, that Cleveland has? Cleveland, Sierra might not want to be there, but see, I'm sorry, baby, but uh, we gotta <laughs> we gotta do what's best for my career. I'm sorry. She can you sing can, from you, anywhere, hey, can't you? Can she? make music matter? from anywhere, but this is what I will say: Cleveland is fantastic. Nobody's taking back Baker Mayfield expiring contract. This ain't the NBA, right? They, right. Don't, they don't care about no expiring just contract. Cut him, right. They're not taking Baker Mayfield. A pick, uh, you might want to add an S to the end of that and say picks. Picks, right. And, and so they're not taking Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield is the reason Cleveland hasn't reached its potential. Another team is not going to take on that problem. But if any quarterback that is upper echelon, oh, they would love to play in Cleveland because of what they have. There were people picking them to go to the Super Bowl that they had a Super Bowl roster. And you got to remember, TJ, they won 11 games last year. They beat Pittsburgh in the playoffs, remember, without their head coach. So people thought coming in that the Browns with their roster had a chance to do something, and obviously it, it hasn't happened this year. Uh, 877-99 on Fox. You want to get in on this? We're talking about Russell Wilson, the Seahawks, Pete Carroll. What should happen uh, should they do a rebuild or stay the course? Sean in Sacramento, you're on the air, Fox Sports Radio. My uncle from another mother, the best hair on radio. I was good with you, Hoos. <laughs> How you doing, bro? That's pretty good, the oh, best you know, hair I'm on radio. I'm out here living. I'm out here living, man. Hey, I'm going to need both of y'all to not be on the radio this weekend, though. Both of y'all need <laughs> to go ahead and enjoy a couple of frosty brews, soaking some games. I don't, TJ, just, are you off Saturday? Nah, we're doing. I'm doing the show tomorrow. See, he's doing. He's working okay. Saturday. Oh, New you know, Year's I, I'm gonna tune in. I'm gonna tune in then too, man. I'm gonna call him on both shows, man. You already know. You already know. So what do you got, uh, Sean? So my take what real quick is, do? man. Look, I, I feel like the move is just like my uncle Mark said. Go ahead and send them over there to Denver. Pick up a couple of picks and look, Russell. If, if they don't keep Big Fangio, which I don't think they should, he had you know a couple of nine lives out there. Let him pick his own coach. He's out here crying about letting him cook. He could just go ahead and pick up his own coach, do whatever he wants to do out there. And the Seahawks would follow the exact same recipe they used when they got Russell. Rebuild that defense, starting with all those picks you'll pick up from Denver. Heck, you could probably work Bradley Chubb out of the equation if you go ahead and try hard enough. And Patrick Sertain. So you could you could you could do a lot moving him over to Denver. And on top of all that, you got to move away from from Old Man River and bring on Jim uh, John Harbaugh. Uh, Jim Harbaugh. I'm sorry. He's he's already been in Michigan. He's done as best as he can. If he goes ahead and wins the championship, that'll be a swan song. Do the go ahead and do the walk off. Come back to the NFL and get your title out there and go down as one of the greats, just like the man he'll be replacing. All right, there he is, Sean from Sacramento. We appreciate the call eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. You got a take on that? It, it's Denver. If I'm Denver, I'm not giving up young players. I'll give up picks. Our, our team is what it is because right. of the young players. I, I can't give up young players, weaken my squad to bring in a guy that I'm trying trying to help strengthen our squad. It's addition by subtraction. I don't know if I want to do that. Yeah, you got to be careful. I agree with that. That's the hard part. Is because you got to give to get, but if you weaken your team in doing that, then really have you won or not? If you've weakened your team, it's uh, it's it's a tough call, especially when you're going to get a quarterback who's won a Super Bowl. 
it's no easy easy solution easy fix that that's for certain but i'm not picks i'll give up picks because it's an inexact science when you're drafting in the first round in any of these guys and so i'll I'll give those up for a proven commodity all right eight seven seven ninety nine on fox we got a couple more we got mike in miami you're on the air fox sports radio What's up, fellas? Thank you for taking my call, man. Hey, um, thanks, Mike. Uh, a scenario that nobody's really talking about. I think Russell Wilson in Pittsburgh will be actually a good fit, man. East Coast team, big market. They're gonna have a good defense next year. They're like gonna be top ten in salary cap space. They got good weapons. They just need we, to get. We on definitely mentioned line. Pittsburgh, though, Mike. We did. Uh, yeah. Oh, I mean, okay. Definitely. Right. I mean, that makes sense with Big Ben. On his last leg, uh, yeah, they, they're a spot, a landing spot. Um, so I, I, I think that's not far-fetched, right, TJ? No, Pittsburgh, they got a defense. If you give them a quarterback, which they need, you, you had a receivers. You have a rookie running back, Najee Harris. Deontay Johnson is having a career year. You got Chase Claypool. They have the piece. They, they need to fix that offensive line. But defensively, they're strong. That Pittsburgh, when you say the Pittsburgh Steelers, you automatically think defense. And so that's not going to be a problem. They just need a quarterback. 877 on Fox. Nobody's – no, I think he dropped. Okay. He dropped. All right, let me ask you this. Okay, so let's talk about as we get to the weekend in football and uh, who needs to win – this weekend, there are a couple games, uh, Buffalo, Kansas City, Seattle. They've really hit a dry patch, three straight losses, five of their last eight. Uh, they play, I think, the Rams, right? No, no, no. Not the, the Rams, Rams. play Baltimore. What Rams play Baltimore. Baltimore needs a win. That's what I was going to say. Baltimore needs a win. Who needs a win more? Is it is it Buffalo against Kansas City? Is it uh, uh, the Cardinals finally need to win, or do ba- does Baltimore need to win? For for me, the the Rams playing Baltimore. Baltimore needs to win that game, but the, the game for me is no question. It's a no brainer. Which one? The the Bengals need to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. The Bengals beat the Chiefs. They're in the playoffs. The final game of the regular season doesn't matter. Right. The Bengals need to be the Kansas City Chiefs. The Buffalo Bills, they played the Atlanta Falcons. I, oh, yeah, yeah, that, they're, that's they're, right. They're, they're right. going to win that game. Right. I and meant the, not, Beng- the Bengals, right. That's the game to me. I'm with you on that. I think that's a uh, – it's it's an important game for, for Cincinnati. And if you beat Kansas City in this spot, we're in a game that you really want and need, I think it gives you confidence, right, going into the playoffs. Number one, you don't – I remember playing, and I forget what year it was, maybe 06, 07. We had to win one of our last three games Uh-oh. to make the playoffs, and we lost all three. We played in Denver. We tied the game up. I caught the game-tying touchdown. We missed the PAT. Really? Yes, and this was when the PAT was at the two-yard line. you got to be kidding me. I promise that, you, we, we missed was, it. Was that a choke job? What happened? Or was it a yes, bad snap? No, nah, he, just, he, just, he just missed it. Wow, and we lost. We lost to we lost to the Broncos in Denver, and then we go home and we play the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, and we lose in overtime. Santonio Holmes took a slant like sixty something yards on like the second play of overtime, oh. 
and we're we're out the playoffs. And then from that point forward, it was just downhill. And so the Bengals need to different team though. This team can be much better than what we were. Much better. All their best players are young. They they got a quarterback who is ascending and is going to be at the top of the food chain for years to come. And so I'm eager. I can't wait to watch this game. Another good game. I, I like the Cowboys and, and the Cardinals. I think okay. that's going to be – Kingsbury, you can't keep taking these late season collapses. And let's, get, let's get to that coming up next. We're going to dive into more of the biggest games in the NFL on the weekend. And I want you – I want to hold you, your thought on that. Because uh, Cliff Kingsbury, that's his M.O. He did it at Texas Tech. And now the last couple of years here in uh, uh, Arizona, they've had a swan, uh, a swoon at the end of the year. And it's important that they get a win. And the Cowboys are already in the playoffs. And, and, and you know, it's not as big of a game for them. But uh, we'll talk about that. The NFL's biggest games of the weekend We'll do that and much more. It is the Dan Patrick Show on a New Year's Eve. Rob Parker and TJ Hushmanzada filling in for Dan and the Danettes. Stick and stay. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. This is where real conversations happen. Listen to the Right or Wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Dan Patrick Show on a New Year's Eve. Rob Parker, TJ Hushmanzada. In for Dan Patrick and the Danettes um, here on Fox Sports Radio in hour number three. We're going to talk about my Baseball Hall of Fame vote. I'm a voter of the BBWAA, and I have a vote. And the deadline is today. Your ballot has to be postmarked by New Year's Eve in order to be counted. Uh, So um, my ballot has already been in. We'll talk about that uh, coming up. So, uh, and we want to hear from you about players and whether or not they should get voted in. This is the last year for Bonds and Clemens on the ballot with the writer, the tenth year. So it'll be interesting. So we'll get to that. But uh, TJ, we are talking about the NFL right now and some of the big games uh, set up for this uh, weekend. And um, the game you just mentioned, we were talking about the Arizona Cardinals who have fallen on hard times. They were 7-0. and Remember that? There was talk, Kyler Murray's the MVP of the league. Look at what's going on. And then they lost that game to Green Bay in the desert, and it just hadn't been the same since. They've lost five of their last eight, including three in a row. And Cliff Kingsbury, last year you remember, TJ, they had a chance to make the playoffs. They faded. I know Kyler was hurt, uh, wasn't 100%. But here we are again, and one of those three losses came to the hands of the two-win Detroit Lions. How bad are the Cardinals, and what do they need to do? I mean, how big is this game against the Cowboys? 
<laughs> we can make it simple. They need to win. But you 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 can't lose thirty to twelve. They to were never the in that Lions. game to the Lions. Am I right? To, that that was, they were never in that game. Not only that, do you remember one Cam Newton who his first game back was against the Arizona Cardinals? He scored a touchdown. Just, yes, um, right. he's um back. And he ain't been back since, <laughs> <laughs> but he came back against them. And they beat the Cardinals 34 to 10. And so that's where it started at. You know, they, they come off a big win, the Cardinals. They beat the Niners. Yep. And then the following week, they play the Panthers and they lose by 24 points. And you're sitting here like, wait, wait, wait. The Panthers just beat them? Okay, right. it's really not that big of a deal. Because then they lose to the Panthers. They go, they win two in a row. They beat the Seahawks, they beat the Bears. And then they lose but the second game. both bad teams, the, if you think about it, right? I mean, let's be it, honest. It's okay. just what happened last year and what's happening this year, the players in that locker room guarantee, here we go again. Here we go again. And so they need to figure this out. To lose to the Colts last week and it seemed like the entire Colts roster was out. Right. That and one you hurt. Still, and you still lose the game. And – I guess the silver lining is they've already have a playoff berth. They're in the playoffs. The Cardinals are already in the playoffs. They clinched a playoff berth. They're losing Sunday to the Cowboys. They're not going to beat the Cowboys because the Cowboys, if Green but Bay But the Cowboys up, don't need to win. Really? You, th- you think that they don't feel like they need to win a game to Green get Bay, back to- Green, Green Bay can slip up. Yeah. The Cowboys do not want to lose. The Cowboys offense finally started playing well this past week against Washington. They're, they don't want to take that step back. They want to keep this going. You want to be clicking at the right time. You don't want to, oh, we don't have to win this. We have to win this. So and that, think, that should be the so, mentality. Right. You think that's where the Cowboys are. But, but, but from Arizona's standpoint, you don't think that they feel like, dude, we're a 10-win team and we're scuffling. Like, like we need to get a win. Don't they, they don't need a win desperately? Oh, they need a win – they need to win in the worst way. They're not going to get it. They're playing a Cowboys team that's just better than them. Even though you, you off, you're coming off the Cowboys off the win against Washington as a statement that they're just way better. I, I know Hopkins isn't playing right. He's out for the year for the rest of the year, right? Hopkins will not be playing. He could possibly come back in, in the, playoffs. the playoffs. Right. But I, I just believe the Cowboys are a better team. They're, they're better in every facet. They're better offensively. They're better defensively. They take away the ball. They run the ball better. They throw it better. I mean, you tell me one facet of the game that the Cowboys aren't better than the Cardinals at. And so, but what happened to the seven and zero Cardinals? Where, where where did they go? I, and I get the Hopkins thing. You lose your best receiver. That doesn't help. But uh, James Conner. I mean, like what what what's happened to them? Tell me why. They are where they are, which is on a three-game losing streak, going nowhere fast. It's you have when Kyler Murray, I, I believe he missed three games, and and they went. But they were winning. You remember they Colt went McCoy. two and one. Colt yep. McCoy went two and one in those three games. It, it, it's just that when number one, it's a long season. You have a small quarterback in stature in Kyler Murray. You have Hopkins in and out of the lineup. You. There's just so many things. The offensive line isn't the best. It's not the worst, but it it it, it isn't the best. And, and that defense, I mean, 
You give up 30 points to the Detroit Lions. You give up 34 to Carolina. That, that defense, they, they have a ton of athletes. Chandler Jones, J.J. Watt goes down for the year again. And, and so Vance Joseph has done a good job. But ultimately, this is going to fall on Cliff Kingsbury because it's the same song and dance for him. We start off well, we limp to the finish line. We start off well, we limp to the finish line, but we are in the playoffs now. And so I don't know if they were to win this game, it will erase, oh, we still collapse late season. They're not going to win. I believe they'll be knocked out in the first round of the playoffs unless Kyler Murray plays out of his mind and DeAndre Hopkins comes back to play. So you have them basically, according to you, TJ, the Arizona Cardinals are dead in your mind. I mean, that's oh, what it yeah. sounds like. They're dead. Yeah. And they, the Cardinals have a chance because they have a dynamic player in, in Kyler Murray. I, like, they, they draft Rondell Moore. They, Rondell Moore is extremely fast. He's a good receiver. They they use him in a way that it, I just don't understand. Let him get and, down and the field. Let me field. throw this out. We just got saw this from Adam Schefter real quick. Uh, Vikings quarterback Kirk Cousins has Cousins has tested positive for COVID. He's unvaccinated, so he's out Sunday against the Packers. So the Packers will play Minnesota without. All right, final out. They were going to win. Patrick they were going to win anyway, anyway Rob, with, with Kirk in there. <laughs> uh, final hour of the program coming up. We're going to talk about my baseball Hall of Fame ballot. We're going to do that. Who should get in? Will Bonds and Clemens get in? We'll debate it. We'll hear from you. Stick and stay here on Fox Sports Radio. 